When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to me. It was um, a great vacation. If anybody wants the itinerary, uh, I will post it for you if you'd like. It was great. I, I mean, essentially, Thursday we took off. We drove up to Tennessee, Knoxville. Uh, Jeff did a hike at Jefferson City, then went up to um, uh, North Carolina. Uh, I forget the town. Crumpler, I think it was, was where the, the house was. Stayed in a tiny house, three of us in a tiny house. Uh, looked like the guy had just built it. It was phenomenally clean. Um, great little house. We got a great price on it. Host was phenomenal. Um, and we hiked with some wild ponies at Grayson Highlands. Um, you, know, you can see some of the videos that I did. We went to the Great Channels in Virginia, uh, which is basically a maze of boulders at the top of a mountain that you hike up to. Um, we did a bunch of lookouts. I mean, it was pretty good vacation. If you want to see some of the videos, subscribe to the Facebook group. Um, the Facebook, all of the stuff is in the link tree down below so you can see it. I know I had some subscribers to Trendspider. They had a 50% off sale over the weekend. Uh, again, follow Trendspider. If you sign up, uh, you can use my code DSP25, but when you get these specials, you don't have to use the DSP25. Um, they'll give you the 50% off. Just make sure you email me uh, with your email address when you sign up. And uh, then I can get you linked into all of our, um, all of the, the algorithms, the four-hour algorithm, 65-minute algorithm, all of the watch lists that we have, um, the core portfolio, the energy names, the levered ETFs, low-cost um, Vanguard indexes, things of that sort we can kind of look at um, so that we can get you started uh, with what you see on my screen. So, and I'm looking at Boyle. I'm going to start out here. Well, let's talk about the banks. So what happened over the weekend? Um, USB, UBS, I forget what, it, I always say USB. UBS took over credit suites. And uh, the bank was worth, we, we went over credit suites before. Um, when they had a cross up and they were going through a crisis, I think it was back in somewhere in the neighborhood of, um, I think, think it was back here way in November where I said, Hey, it's at 418. This is a bank that probably should be trading around five. It went up to about five bucks from 418 and, you know, made a good amount of money, got out there with a loss according to the algorithm. But I said, Hey, when you take a profit, you take a profit immediately went down to three, kind of stayed there, uh, until a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week. And then it just shot down. Well, UBS wound up buying them for 27 cents a share. Um, just basically outright bank robbery. Uh, if you want to talk about that, it is absolutely bank robbery. So, uh, that happened. Then what you have with FRC, and since I haven't been on, I said FRC was a trade. Absolutely 100% a trade. It was not something you want to hold on to. Um, I said, Hey, there were a bunch of traders that bought it here in the forties. Um, and it would probably looking good. Well, today you're at $19. 
Um, you are down 17% at $19. It is putting in a floor at $18 to $19. It is not over. Uh, I think this one continues to go down. They are in danger of be actually being um, taken over or bought. And if uh, the UBS and Credit Suites uh, is an indication, this will go for less than a dollar per share. And your shareholders will be basically bankrupted out of this. So if you've got it, I don't care what your loss is. I don't care, uh, you know, if you want to just ride it out, absolutely 100% ride just ride it out. Um, my particular thing is I'd probably take the 19 bucks while I could get it. But your boy sometimes loses on this stuff too. All of a sudden you're back up to $100 and you could have 10 times your money. Yeah, that happens too. So, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Again, look at the volume level that you're dealing with. It's going down. It's, it's shot up here, but it's going down. Um, and there is danger that they're going to be taken over. So where do you want to put your money? Well, DPST is the, um, is the ETF that we talked about, the bull uh, for the regional banks. And this one has had huge volume. You've got a MACD crossing up here, $8.53 right now. Um, on Friday, it went down to, let's see, the low was $7.45. I personally would say, if you get in this, try and get in under eight. If you can't get in under eight, maybe the low eights. Um, I, I see a gap up here at 11. I don't know that you're necessarily going to get this. Realize this is teetering on absolute zero. This is a bull levered ETF. So for instance, if you go down uh, from eight to four, realize at $4, it's not just 50% that you have to claw back. You have to make 100% gain. And the stock market going up 100% is a lot slower than going down 50%. So you can take it. Again, the algorithm looks like it's going to cross up. If you want to trade on the 65-minute algorithm that we have um, on a day trade, uh, it still has you out, doesn't have you in, still has you out, probably will get you in, I'd say probably in the next candle, 1035, 1035 probably, um, because it trades on a 65 minute. That's probably what, what you can see. It's got some momentum on that MACD. It's got some momentum on that RSI. That eight day, the, I'm sorry, the nine day is turning up a little bit. The 21 day is still going down. That 50 is just in a death spiral. <laughs> Um, but you do have gaps up here at 11. So uh, I don't know what you want to do, but you know, take your DSP, T, DPST um, and your FRC. Now, we can talk about some of the winners. Uh, PacWest got an influx of, uh, of cash. They're up 17% today. Uh, the algorithm doesn't have you in. Let's look at the four-hour algorithm. You got to wait for TrendSpider to go in. But they did get an influx of uh, cash. They look to be fine. Um, and what a, a lot of uh, the banks are talking about is with all of the cash flowing out of Silicon Valley Bank, with all of the cash flowing out of, um, of some of the other banks and moving into the bigger banks, we talked about Bank of America. I think anything under 30, you can absolutely um, buy Bank of America. I think Wells Fargo, anything under 40, I think you can absolutely buy Wells Fargo. These are not things that you're going to trade for a short term. These are things that you're going to trade for a long term. I do think that we may have more downside to go. I just don't know what the Fed's going to do this week. That's what kind of, if he raises a quarter point, I think you see a slight win. If he just flat out says, hey, we're not raising rates, 
Then the question is, what don't we know? Because I think that's not met with, oh my God, hallelujah, thank God. Um, they did, they've stopped raising. We're going to go down. I think you get questioned as to what do they know and what don't we know. Um, Schwab, we talked about. The CEO put in $2.5 million, almost $3 million of his own money. At about 59, it's trading at 58, 35. Uh, I would say that one is a good long-term buy as well. Schwab ain't going down. Schwab is not going to have a run like the other ones had. Um, I think Schwab is absolutely 100% perfectly safe. Now, here's what you have to know. If you want to know a detailed explanation as to what happened, go and listen to the All In podcast. These are four billionaires. Uh, they release a new podcast every Friday. It is an absolute masterclass on what happened last week with the Biden administration saving the regional banks um, and the Fed. Give, give credit to the Fed. But go and listen to that. Essentially, what I can tell you is there's a, a all four of them do agree. We kicked the can down the road for one year. Uh, nothing more. And they said, look out. For the middle of March next year, because if you extend another year, great, it's two years. But we essentially have done what we've done with a lot of political uh, issues and just kicked the can down the road. What they did was they lended a couple of trillion dollars to these uh, regional banks. And they said, hey, here's a, a couple of trillion dollars so you can buy short-term treasuries, which are still paying... At the time when they were buying, remember, it was just two weeks ago, the two-year was about 5%. I think it was 5.2, 5.3, somewhere at there, there at the high. Well, what they did was they had said, hey, we're going to sell you $1 trillion of these short-term treasuries. And they come due at 5%, um, you know, in a couple of years. You can, if they continue to go up because uh, the, the rates continue to, to go down, then all of a sudden, you've got high, high leveraged assets for the next couple of years that you can sell against these low-cost losing assets that are 10- and 20-year treasuries. So essentially, you're, you're basically saying, hey, you can have short-term uh, high value that you can buy at a discount, um, and, and we'll, we'll loan you the money to do that. Then you can sell off these and basically get your deposit, get your cash out, blah, 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 without these huge losses. So just realize that there's a lot of financial manipulation going on. I still think that these small regional banks are a gamble, um, but you can absolutely day trade these. Trade them on the charts, understand your charts. So where are we on the other things? Um, meaning SPY. Let's go and look at SPY. Uh, while I was gone, in the four-hour algorithm, we had a cross-up on SPY at 395.11. And that was on ba -ba -ba -ba, March 16th. So I think it was the day that I left. Um, 395.11. We've since come down. We're at 391.06. Uh, you're kind of using that 200-day as your resistance level. It, it is absolutely looking like it's just bouncing off that 200-day. Uh, the 50-day is kind of coming down towards the 200. You may have a death cross here. Again, remember, um, death cross is when the 50-day crosses the 200-day. The 9 and the 21 have already crossed the 200-day. So you're kind of down here. Uh, the question is, where do we go? Well, there's a lot of kind of outside catalysts that will happen. 
But again, you're still in this one. I probably wouldn't buy SPY here. I'd probably wait to see what the Fed does, and then we can kind of determine. I think Fed Day is going to be a big one. Uh, QQQ, we had a cross-up as well at 294.71. That was a little earlier, March 15th, um, but you're up at 303. And what I wanted to show here, SPY and, and the Qs, major, major difference. So here's what I, I wanted to show you. There's a chart here. Uh, I'm on Seeking Alpha, if you can't see it. And what I'm doing is I'm looking at the year-to-date return of S&P 500 versus the XLK, which is the technology sector, and then Apple, Amazon, Google, and Microsoft. Those are the core holdings in my portfolio because I'm a major tech investor. Uh, tech has worked over the years. That's what got me to my retirement. Um, until It works until it doesn't. And again, last year, you saw uh, the ARC funds are a great example. They worked until they didn't. They were great, great for four or five years. I had them 100% return, 40% return in a year. It was great, unbelievable. Then they worked until they didn't. So you can see the S&P is up 2.42%. Well, XLK, which is just the technology spider sector, is up 16.39%. Okay, your boy that has 45% of his portfolio in Apple, Apple is up 23%. So, uh, and Apple, by the way, if you're uh, subscribed to TrendSpider on their social media platform, you could see on the weekend, they said, hey, Apple is entering the same territory as AMD was before AMD took off. So Apple up 23%, Amazon up 15%, Google up 14%, Microsoft up 16%. Major, major difference. And let's go to the two sectors that were expected to be up this year. Big, big ones uh, because they were up last year. They work until they didn't. So what are those sectors? Uh, XLV, which is the healthcare uh, sector. XLV is down 7%. Again, the S&P is up 2%. You can see it on this chart. XLF, which is the financial, horrible, horrible sector right now, down 9%. XLE, which is energy, down 8%. So those are three sectors that did really, really well last year uh, and held up against last year's uh, down uh, S&P. And they're all of a sudden down year to date. Again, the XLK is on this. That shows you it's up 16%. So it works until it doesn't. QQQ is one that is up a a lot more than all of the other indices. It works until it doesn't. But understand that bonds will play a huge part in this. Um, And so you have to just kind of look at it. Uh, Speaking of tech, this week's uh, my weekly stock pick, Microsoft. Let's take a look at where Microsoft is. because. Uh, again, he kind of plays against uh, momentum. And I always say, hey, I'm going to buy we- my weekly stock pick. Um, and the, for the past few weeks, I've said, hey, I'm kind of holding off on this one. This is one that I own in my portfolio. I'm probably not adding to it. Uh, and I'm not adding it to it right now. And the reason being, because you can see my algorithm says buy at $254.99. And that was last week on March 13th. You can see this run up all the way up to 274. Look at that MACD, how high that MACD is. The RSI is up at 65. In my mind, again, he plays the Dow. So he's only got a choice of 30 stocks. 
Well, this one has been a huge one. Uh, I think he probably should have picked Apple. Um, but again, you're at 154 on Apple. I think you have more upside on Apple. You got this ascending triangle. Uh, the algorithm has you in at 153. Microsoft is a little different. Um, but again, I, I personally, I'm not picking this one. I think last week's I didn't pick either. Um, I didn't buy into it. Uh, but I own this one, and I own a large amount of this one. I just don't think for a week I'm going to buy a couple of shares and then just kind of dump them next week. I'm just going to sit on my hands. And I told the YouTube audience, hey, I'm just kind of sitting this week. I mean, I'm taking it for what it is. I, I do think that we have more downside. And again, if we get the, the, the Fed coming in and not raising rates, what don't we know? That's the question. Uh, oil is down at $64 a barrel. If you ever want to know what oil is, just go to Finviz. It's at 66 right now. It was at 64 while I wrote my notes down. 66, 66 is where it's at uh, for crude oil. So natural gas is down at 231. We can look at boil. Uh, the two that you want to trade for oil is UCO and SCO. UCO is the bull. Um, and this is right now you're out of oil. UCO doesn't have you in. It has you out. Let's see if SCO has you in. Uh, SEO probably should have you in um, because SEO, when oil goes down, SEO goes up. Yep. SEO had you in on March 9th at 24. You're trading at 31. Fantastic trade. As oil has slid into this, uh, this, this weakness because everybody thinks we're going into a recession and oil during a recession, it goes down. So SEO is your play. Now, the problem is with SEO, your RSI is at 72. It has had its run. Do you want to play UCO? I'd say yes. The problem with oil is it is highly manipulated uh, by governments, OPEC, wars. I mean, you know, Putin visited Ukraine this weekend, um, pissed off everybody. He's meeting with China today. So I don't know that I'd necessarily get into here until the algorithm tells me to get in. And even then, remember, uh, UCO uh, is one where you lose 32%. Uh, just over a thousand candles, so two years, you lose 32%. Buying and holding UCO over the past two years, because it's been in such a bull market, you make 64%. So asset performance is just kind of holding on to that. Now, boil is the one with natural gas that you want to trade. Um, boil has been in a slide. We've talked about this one. It had this nice 13% win. Uh, in the, the beginning of March, it was from uh, February 23rd until March 8th. Had a great run here. Great run. It's continued to slide. Boyle has continued to slide. It's down below the nine day. Never really, I mean, you know, in this run, it got above the nine day. The second it got below the nine day, it just took a crash down. And it has stayed below that nine day. So uh, on the 65 minute, we can take a look at this one. Uh, let's see if Boyle is a buy on the 65 minute algorithm. Uh, nope, you're out on the 65 minute as well. So Boyle, the, the opposite of Boyle is a stock and ETF KOLD for cold. Because, you know, when you don't have natural gas, you can't heat your house, so you're cold. That's the reason why, if you didn't want to know. Um, the RSI is right at 60. It's kind of in no man's land, a little high. You're coming out of a 13% win on this one. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still waiting for it to calculate. And you're not coming out of a 13% gain. There was a huge gain in KOLD from December all the way to February. 
Um, ugh, and it's having problems running. Um, oh, Trendspider is kind of holding up on me. Sorry, I had to hit pause. Uh, Trendspider was having some hiccups, per se. Uh, so I reloaded. KOLD, you're in at 53.14. You're at 64.12. Pretty, pretty good trade on that one. Um, there's sectors on the 65-minute algo. So if you wanted to day trade um, on the 65-minute algorithm in Trendspider, there's a couple of sectors that are in there. XLK, which we talked about, the, uh, the technology fund. This one's currently in a buy. The buy was back here on March 15th at the 14.55 hour mark. Again, it's 65-minute candles. You're up at 142. It's kind of coming down. Don't know that I'd necessarily get into this one right here because you've had a pretty good run on this one. Now, the algorithm, over 1,000 candles makes you 2%. Over, uh, that's basically over eight months. 6.2% uh, if you just buy and hold. So you're doing better with XLK. We talked about technology. I'm a big technology fan. XLY, consumer discretionary. You'd be in this one. Uh, but again, I think it's kind of crossing over. Actually, you just got to buy 14134. Um, you just got out of a 0.43% gain. This one loses you 5%, whereas buying and holding the stock for eight months loses you 6%. So it's a pretty good. And if we go 7,000 candles deep, this one always is a positive on the 7,000 candles deep. But this buy at 14134, um, you're at 14092. Again, it's consumer discretionary, XLY. Uh, the final uh, spider sector that's in a buy on the 65-minute algorithm is XLC. This one is, um, uh, let me see, what is it? It's the services, select services. So XLC at 5503. Uh, this one, over a two-year period, you lose 0.11%. Versus a 4.18 if you just bought and held, um, you win 33% of the time. So those are ones that if you wanted to trade and you wanted to trade certain, um, certain stocks, XLK, XLY, XLC, if they fall within those, you're probably in a buy scenario. Um, but that's it. Let's go over some scans because I don't have anything else that I really wanted to go over. I don't, you know, um, Microsoft. Uh, oh, Again, if you want to see Apple on uh, Trendspider, go to their page and look at the Apple versus, um, versus AMD. That's a good one to look at. Uh, NXE. This is in the energy sector. This is one that came up with a buy. Uh, and I'm waiting for the cross-up on the four-hour. It's probably going to tell me it can't run again. Uh, but NXE. This is next-gen energy. Uh, we'll go to Finviz and we'll look at this up a little bit while Trendspider is trying to think. Uranium play. Uh, this is down 16% year to date. It is down 32% for one year. Uh, it's not making money. Its average target price is $5.02. Uh, April 11th of last year was the last time it was covered uh, with an upgrade. Um, there's no insider buys. There's no nothing. You can kind of do your research on this one. But NXE is uh, it, it showed up on a scan, and it's $3.70, and it's trading at $3.77. So it's NXV is one. DRV, which is a real estate bear, came over with a buy at $55.22. Uh, $55.22, you're trading at $54.81. This is the three times bear real estate. So you're expecting the market to go down. 
basically the real estate market to go down. I, I think KB Homes reports this week. Um, Lenar, I think, was last week. Um, or somebody else, another home builder. It was a good report. So I don't know that you necessarily want to go into that one. But DRV had a cross-up. Dow, which is the Ultra Pro Dow. This is expecting the Dow to go up. The Dow has underperformed um, the NASDAQ and the S&P this year, year-to-date. Um, in fact, I probably should do, let me do a chart, um, seeking alpha. Let's look at the indices year to date on seeking alpha. Um, we're going to do Dow Jones industrial DIA, and we'll go to charting. I'm doing this live for you just so you can kind of see how I do it. And then let's add a comparison and we'll do the NASDAQ. Um, there we go. Uh, no, it's going to be, do I want the cues? Um, do, 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 do. NASDAQ Inc. is, is a business, so it's not, um, I forget, Ibex, uh, is it that? No, let's just do cues, just do cues. We'll add these in, we'll compare these. So this is the Dow, the Dow is the orange. It is down 6.83% the S&P, or what, we got to go year to date, sorry, year to date. Dow is down 2.83, the S&P is up 2.82, and the Qs are up 14%. So the Dow has underperformed. You can see, I mean, just from the you know, year to date, it is greatly underperformed. So it's not shocking that Dow has a cross-up. This is a triple-levered um, Dow 30. And so the expectation is that the Dow is going to go up. If we look at this chart, you're under the 200-day. You go back to the October lows, you were at 40. Um, 50, 36, probably not a bad buy. You're at $50.90. It's up 3% today because the Dow is up slightly. So you Dow is one. Uh, best buy. Uh, if you've gone into a Best Buy and you bought a TV within the past couple of years, eh, maybe you want to think about Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy is up 1.79%. Their uh, ex-dividend date is March 22nd. It's about a 4 or 5% dividend, 4.8. Do your research on it. Uh, it's kind of, it's got this gap down here at 70 that it hasn't fully covered, but you have a gap up here at 85 as well. So if you think electronics were going into a good thing, Best Buy is monitoring their uh, resources, blah, blah, blah. Might be a good thing. Uh, one symbol that came up on a scam that I do not like, but I will uh, mention it anyway, is 3M. 104.35 was the buy. Uh, I don't think that this is a good buy. I think they've uh, screwed service members. I think they've screwed up a lot. I, I'm not a fan of the company. I'll bring it up, do your research. IBM crossed up. Uh, this is a old tech. It's kind of under its 200-day, well under its 200-day. The buy-in was cross up at 123.79. You're trading at 125 right now. You have this gap up here at 138. You covered this gap back here that was from October, where they gapped up on their earnings. Well, came back down, covered that gap, and now you got a gap up here at 138. Here's what I want you to know about IBM. If we go over here and we just look, Say you want to buy IBM at 125. Are, are you doing a bad thing? Well, hell no. The 52-week low is 115. This is a company that gives a 5.3% dividend. Now that you're not getting 5% on a two-year, you're at least getting 5% out of this one. It's down 11% year-to-date. It's up uh, down 2% over one year. 
It's low is 115. It's high, 52-week high is 153. The target price is 147 by the analysts. You can see February 6th, downgrade, buy to hold. But look at those, January, 140 price target. Um, if we go to insider buys, it's all option exercises. There's nothing really crazy here. There was one buy from a director for 125000 uh, He bought at 125 Kind of think, well, maybe, you know, maybe he, you know, wants 125. So 125, 123.79 is IBM. Uh, Visa had a cross up and MasterCard did too. We'll go over that one a little bit later. But Visa had a cross up at 217. For me, a little bit expensive. I like it under 200 day and I like it under $200. Their earnings are coming up April 25th. So it, there's no rush in this one. Uh, Lulu had a cross up. If you, you're, you're into yoga pants, if you're into, uh, you know, wearing kind of athletic casual, uh, athletica, Lulu is your one, 292. I've said it many times. Under 300, this is a great one. Their earnings are coming up March 28th. Lululemon is a good one. Uh, ADP. And I'm not going over any of the, the, the fundamentals, so do your own research. I'm just giving you the scans. ADP. This is a payroll company. 215.52. You're trading at 213. Uh, I like this company. Uh, if you've owned a, bi a business, you probably go with ADP. I know through ID Shop, which is a sponsor of the podcast because they employ me, idshop.com. If you need any badges, any printing materials, anything, idshop.com, go to them. They use ADP because I get my payroll from them. Walgreen Boots, uh, WBA, they had a cross up. 33.53, 33.29 is where you're trading. This is part of the healthcare sector. You're just going down. Look at where you were at the October lows. So I, 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 they have their earnings coming up March 27th. WBA will go over CVS as well. Zscaler, ZS. This is a cybersecurity company. They have a cross up coming 107.77. You're down at 104. They just had their earnings. Um, so they've been in a slide since they had their earnings. Something went on. Do your research. I own CrowdStrike. I own Palo Alto. Zscaler's a good one as well. Pick your battles, like we talked about with Apple. Pick your stocks. Starbucks, uh, it's been in a slide. Finally has a cross-up, 99.07. Under the 200-day, uh, MACD is well down. RSI is down at 44. Their earnings aren't until May 2nd. Uh, they just had their earnings. They just had their dividend payment. No real catalyst, but I would expect it to be fine. So Starbucks there. Rivian, R-I-V-N. I saw a ton of Rivians driving up, um, up to Virginia. 1321 is the cross up here at 1298. They do have some financial issues. So check it when you can. Sorry, had to pause there for a second. WB, uh, the next one, Warner Brothers. Uh, I, we went up into the cabins. I got to tell you, it was <laughs> fantastic internet. Uh, up in the middle of nowhere in freaking Crumpler, North Carolina. 1434 is the cross-up. Your uh, RSI is down at 46. I think the MACD is down. They just had their earnings. Um, they were trading at about 15 with the earnings. Do your research on this one. I, I particularly, Warren Buffett seems to think that this is a great one. Uh, the forward PE is 15. They're not making money. Year-to-date, it's up 51%, though. I mean, you can see it was down here at about $9. 
It's up 51% over over a year. It's down 44%. So the 52-week high is 27, and it's at 14. Um, do your research on that one, but WBD had a cross-up. Um, uh, let's see, CVS. I said we'd get to CVS, and then we'll get to uh, MasterCard. CVS, same thing as Walgreens Boots. I mean, these things trade kind of in tandem. Uh, 75.85, and you're trading at 75.57. Their ex-dividend date is coming up April 19th. Let's see what they give on a dividend. Um, uh, they're getting into the, the minute clinic kind of stuff. Dividend is 3.25%. P is 23. Ford PT, PE is 8. It's down 19% year to date. Over one year, it's down 30%. They're just pouring money into their, their, their healthcare business. Uh, I like it. I don't love it. But MasterCard, we talked about uh, Visa earlier. MasterCard, 349. 54 is the cross up. Um, the MACD is low enough that I, 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 again, I think under 300 for this one is a great price, but you haven't been there since October. Uh, under 300 is probably where you want to wait. If you're, if you get antsy, I think this gap here at 317 to 327 is fantastic. We'll finish off with a podcast favorite Oracle. Uh, I said, you don't want to buy this in the nineties around their earnings. Wait for it. You'll probably get it better. Well, the cross-up happens at 85.25. I personally still think it's a little expensive because if you had to tell me, Oracle is one that buys back their stock and actually retires their stock. Next to Apple, they're the, they're the biggest um, one that does this. Year-to-date, you're up 5%. Over one year, you're up 6%. Your target price, your average target price is $96. March 10th, downgrade from buy to hold. Um, January 18th, DA David in neutral, $85 price target. Mizuho on January 11th said buy at 116 price target. Again, the average price target is 96. If we go down here, there are no buys. They're all sells. Around $89. Look at those. Uh, the vice chairman, sale at $82. $32 million. He exercised at $30. He sold at 82. Um, so you don't know. Maybe he was buying a new house at, for $32 million. Who knows? Uh, but a, again, you look January 29th, $69. I think you, you've kind of capped out here. I would probably wait. Oracle for me, you got your ex-dividend date coming up on April 10th. They pay a decent dividend, 1.88%. Eh, probably, if you're looking for tech, I'd probably buy IBM over Oracle. I just don't think that Oracle has the growth. I think IBM probably has the room to grow and they have a big dividend. So IBM is just boring tech. So there's your, uh, your podcast. Welcome back to me. Um, sponsors, TrendSpider, obviously. If you want TrendSpider DSP25, uh, they had a 50% off sale uh, this past weekend. It was, you know, again, the, the only better sale is Black Friday. Um, I guarantee you, if you start using this, you start understanding ch uh, charting, and you're playing in a, a, a lot size that is appropriate. The $300 to $400 uh, for the year, You'll make that back in no time. Uh, I can't trade without this. So TrendSpider is the first uh, uh, sponsor. Visible is the second sponsor. Um, if you're paying anything more than 30 bucks a month for unlimited service, go down below. Sign up for Visible. Uh, it's a great service. In fact, I was in the middle of nowhere in Crumpler with a guy that has a 90, I think he pays $95 a month for his unlimited service through Verizon. 
It is paid for by his company, so he doesn't necessarily care. But he says, I have to be on Verizon because they have the best network. Boom. I had the same exact coverage, better speeds on Visible. Ironically, I got better speeds than him. I pay $30 a month. He pays $95. Uh, $60. Let's see. Uh, What's 60 times 12? It's 720. You want to save $720 a year? (laughs) There you go. Visible. Um, The link's down below. Third sponsor is my employer ID shop. If for any of your badges, printing needs, blah, blah, blah. I got contacted by Miss America this week. Uh, Looks like I'm doing either Miss... I probably am doing Miss America, most certainly. But I might be doing the teen pageant as well this year. So, uh, but yeah, idshop.com. They're great. I mean, they are fantastic to work with. Best company I've ever worked for. Um, So sign them up. I am doing MLS in April. So uh, I'll let you guys know. I think Chicago and maybe Texas, Houston are on the, uh, the agenda this time. So thanks, you guys. Take care. I will talk to you tomorrow.